Hello, beautiful souls. In this conversation today, uh, I want to talk to you about the long-term cost of keeping your traumas and take it a little further, give you different scenarios of what different Awakening the Healer within program practitioners are saying that they have worked through as a result of being in the program. And most importantly, talk about the long-term cause of keeping your traumas. So let's start. So the healing, um, the lifelong cause of basically varying our traumatic experiences can result in past traumas, um, just not letting us feel alive in the present moment, experiencing mental fogginess, feeling detached from reality, loved ones, friends, community members, and so on. The lack of confidence can obviously affect us not only at home, but also at work in our businesses. Feeling unhappy in general is definitely not a good thing, right? So the, the idea of feeling unhappy, lonely, hopeless, depressed, disconnected from everything and everyone, including the, the spiritual side of us, what happens when you get to the end mark? And this is still a problem. I think we never consider the consequences five, 10, 15 years from now. You know, I look back at life when I was in my 20s and my goodness, time really passed by fast. And we have to be more conscious, aware of what is life like if I keep these issues for more time? Like it's it's really either now or or never, if you really think about it. Because if you're listening to this, you already know that there is a trauma block, a wound, a pattern that you need to release. And the more that you procrastinate, the more power it has over you. So I'm going to invite you to really focus on what happens to you 5, 10, 15, 20 years on that last day of your life, when you're reviewing your whole life, is this still a problem for you? Can you see yourself with the consequences, living with the consequences of you not healing what you need to heal in order for you to step up to who you're supposed to be? So I'm going to first let you um, read, or I'm going to also say it out loud in case you're listening to this instead of just reading it. This is from one client um, after her sessions where she's saying that she finally feels light and free beyond her dreams. This is probably one of the things that we want the most, especially when we're feeling stuck, feeling just like we are not moving in life, is that we really want to be free. A lot of people that I see that want abundance and that they want money and they want the lifestyle, what they're telling me and what they realize throughout their sessions is that what they really want is that they want to be free. And to get to the point where you feel free, how much is that worth to you? That feeling of feeling free. That's what you have to contemplate about. This is another one. Um, this person is says in this testimonial, I feel amazing. 
I can smell the earth and the trees again. I can feel the love in humans. And she says, thank you. And again, you got to contemplate. What is that feeling? Like, when was the last time that you really felt amazing? When was the last time that you felt connected to everything and everyone, the animals, the trees, the other people in your life? Instead of seeing them as potential triggers, when was the last time that you saw them the way that they're supposed to be as humans, spirits, beings that are having a physical experience? So definitely something that it has to be contemplated. What is the price that you will put on that? Because it is really priceless, right? This is another one. This person says, I am best ever. She's integrating and she's feeling the magic. And she says, I am best ever. What is that worth to you? That feeling of feeling like your best version ever. And then this is another one from a, obviously a different person. Um, an incredible experience still processing so much and she says it's amazing what we're capable as humans this is this is unbelievable because i think a lot of people don't understand the power of that we have and that's why the awakening the healer within is the awakening the healer within because the healer is within us whether it is to heal ourselves or if you want to take a step further and also help others and this is another one from someone that says, I am feeling much better since the session. I feel clear for the first time since I could remember. When was the last time that you felt like so clear that you knew exactly what steps you needed to take? And what is that worth to you? This is from somebody else. And this person definitely had a lot of traumas and a lot of issues and deep hopelessness to the point where you know, suicide has been attempted in the past before she came to see me. And this person says, I would love if you share this with any and everyone. I was so hopeless and feeling like I had no future in life that I will never be free. I will have never believed that I could break through. Now, I want you to really consider if you know anyone that is feeling hopeless, defeated, they don't know that they need help. Sometimes they need somebody else to say, hey, by the way, whether it is with me or somebody else, we have to be able to see people and see them where they are and assist them sometimes in finding resources because some of these people are at the very bottom and they don't know that there could be help out there. But this person knew that there was a way, hopefully she knew because she came and she experienced multiple experiences. Um, and really, it was a very hard journey for this person for many years. So definitely that feeling of hopelessness is one of the things that I noticed the most with my clients. And sometimes they don't even know that they're experiencing that because it's normal to them. Let's see, another one here of letting go of anger. This person has so much anger, she didn't know how to smile. And when I mean she didn't know how to smile, I mean she didn't know how to smile. And then she says the next day after her first session, 
and she's in the program, of course, now. Um, after her first session, that she never thought forgiving the person that did her wrong was going to feel this good. And the smile in this person's face after her first session, it was unbelievable. Of course, some people need more than one session to get to that point, but you can see what is possible when we're ready to let go and when we really open ourselves to our healing journey. Let's see, I think, um, okay, one more. So this person had a session and has psoriasis, untreatable, no cure, according to her and her doctors. And then she sends me, after her first session, two weeks later, after her session, two weeks later, she sent me this picture. And the picture, you cannot see it, I took it out, but it, it was basically a circle on her hand. So after, it's been there for a year, it was there for a year, and after the session, it was gone. And that's what she says here in this testimonial. Now it is gone. Thank you for all your help with everything. This is possible. This is really possible. You have to be willing to do it though. This is from somebody else um, indicating that this type of session, the healing experience that she had was, was better than any other therapy session that she had ever experienced. And this person had been through a lot of regular traditional therapy. So definitely, and she has done plant medicine and many other things. So this was a huge compliment because um, she cleared so much that day on the first session and really mind blowing for her to experience so much clarity and so much healing in just one session. Okay, so let's start with the life cause of bearing our traumatic experiences. And I already gave you these details about the past, the past traumas resulting in us feeling average, feeling like nothing we can do to get over. Like there is a little bit, this little gray cloud that says, oh, no, 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 you cannot do that. It's not going to work. Or even if you try, you it won't work this time. You keep trying, you don't know what's going on. And sometimes we're dealing with healing things and all type of healing is going to be great because it's going to get you to the next journey, right? There is not just one main healer that is going to save you. Everything that you do is going to be able to basically complement each other. So it becomes very um, holistic in everything that you're trying to do. But the goal that I want you to really understand is that if you don't identify that you have a problem, you have a problem because that's the first thing that you have to do. You have to be able to identify that there is a problem and that you want to be able to face it. If you don't have that in mind, if it's not even in your, like on your radar, then that means that you're comfortable. And then probably you don't have a problem that you need to seek help. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling helpless, if you're feeling just like things never work out, there is that lack of confidence, there is no mental clarity, you're feeling stuck, then yes, you got to analyze what is my life 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now? And do I need to do something about it today? Because the more that you keep those issues, the more they become more powerful than you are because you give the power by not addressing the situation and by hiding from the situation. So you really have to consider what is what happens 
if I keep repeating the same patterns? What happens if I don't address X, Y, and Z? What happens if I don't deal with that childhood trauma? What happens if I don't deal with the abuse that I suffer from X, Y, and Z, from siblings, parents, boyfriends, girlfriends, work colleagues too, that sometimes can be very um, bull. They, they could be very, they tend to be, they're, there is a lot of bullying in, in the workspace. It's just that it's so subtle that sometimes people don't even know that it's there. Bullying doesn't mean that it's just obvious, like, oh my God, you are just disgusting, you're ugly. You No, sometimes the bullying can be so subtle as someone not inviting you to an event so that you can miss it on time on purpose okay it can be so subtle we have to be very good at what we see and try to digest because otherwise it can go unnoticed and somehow that's affect us even though you might not know it consciously so this is what happened when i see a lot of a lot of the clients for the first time they will have in the intake form i will give them an intake form it's you know, they have to go through all those questions, go through the thinking process, the reflection process. And they might say, you know, I was sexually abused. I was physically abused by my parents. I was verbally abused. Um, I was molested by X, Y, and C. Um, I was told that I was ugly. I was, you know, I picked up so much shame when I was a child because X, Y, and Z. There is an unbelievable amount of traumas that we pick up when we we're a child and even before when we were in the womb that people just it gets very so deep within us that we don't even see it like it's like oh shit I haven't addressed this yet so but a lot of the times because the client forgets that that, that was an issue it gets very so deep within their subconscious unconsciousness that they forget it's there. So what do they do? Most people think, if I don't think about it, then it doesn't exist. And that's just like putting a band-aid on the problem, on the trauma, on the open wound, on that scarf that you have and you haven't addressed yet. For example, I have a huge scarf on my right leg because I have bone infection. And for many years, I just tried to do my best to forget that it was there. So I know exactly what I'm talking about. I have all of these issues, trust me, I dealt with them from being a previous corporate employee to being an entrepreneur and then going into the healing journey. I know exactly um, what it feels like to be in those shoes. So in no way I'm trying to tell you that you don't see your problem. Sometimes it's just, we cannot see it unless somebody else helps us see it. So, and sometimes it's no big things that happen sometimes there are little things that happen that sometimes it's almost like trying to find something very small to figure out where the issue comes from for example i have had clients that they have no idea where the problem is coming from and we dig and dig and dig and sometimes it's one phrase like the parents calling the child stupid multiple times in childhood and that stayed with them. Just one phrase that is repeated or that was done with a lot of anger at one point stays within the child. And you as the child that is grown now keeps repeating because it accepted that behavior, that belief as your conditioning. 
So to go and deprogram that, we have to find it and we have to address it and we have to release it. So sometimes it's something so small that can make a huge impact in our life. And we have to be able to go and fight, find those things in order to release them. And the problem is that sometimes they're so little, but they compile to the point where they just go notice. They become part of your consciousness, your personality, and you accept it. And that's life. There is no option that you don't think there is anything else. That, that's just who I am. Until one day you say, wait a minute, I don't have to be this way. I can choose to shame. So sometimes when people come and they have a trauma, a feeling, a very deep feeling, symptoms that they feel sometimes within their body, sensations, and they have no idea where it's coming from. A lot of the time that can be coming from past lives. So we also go to past lives. So we go to this life, the womb, past lives, in between lives, other lives, other planetary lives, and other spiritual dimensions to get healing and answers for your issues, for your blocks, for your situation. So let's see. The question that you're going to have to ask yourself is, how do I pay for my trauma? What is it that I do? Sometimes people are very comfortable with their trauma because they use it in a way to take advantage of the trauma by becoming the victim. And when they become the victim, it, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes there are benefits to becoming the victim. And letting go of that can be something that the person is not willing and ready to let go of. So you have to consider how do I benefit from this trauma and how do I pay for this trauma when, it's, when I don't feel in alignment with myself, with who I am really supposed to be, who, who, I'm, who I know I came here to be. So there are different ways that you can ask yourself that question, whether it is I pay for the trauma because I feel lonely, so I, I isolate and then I don't have friends, so I don't have opportunities to connect with other people, so I feel detached, so I don't go out, and because I don't go out, I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, so what is the, the payoff that you get from experiencing the trauma and keeping it, and you know, it's almost like bathing in it, so what is the payout, what is the way that you support that trauma to continue to exist within you. A lot of people that are going through the spiritual awakening, they go through that process of isolation and they get so comfortable in that process that they don't come out of it for years. And then one day they wake up and they realize, I don't have any friends and I don't have a partner. Therefore, I feel lonely. So there are things that we have to consider. We have to grow up and be more mature about the way that we reflect and contemplate about our life, because this life has a purpose and a meaning. And we are so, I mean, we are so unique. We are divine. We like, it takes so much for a human soul to incarnate and to create this thing that it will be impossible for us not to have purpose and meaning. So we really do have to contemplate what am I supposed to do with all of these traumas? Obviously I'm supposed to heal it. So why would you want to keep it? You got to go through those reflection, contemplation, meditation time 
so that you can address what is it that I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And if there is something that is keeping you from doing that, then you know that's something that you need to work on and heal. It's that simple, really. So as you continue to think about the payoff, what happens 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now if the issue goes unresolved? What is life like? Take a minute to contemplate that now. What is my life like? And I've been thinking about this for a long time too, because I've been going through a lot of analysis of my life and considering what happens 10, 15, 20 years from now, if my life stays the way it is and there are pros and cons. So those cons, definitely I have to really get serious on them. And that's what I've been doing. So we have to take our journey seriously. You know, the mo- people think, when does the end? As long as we're alive, there is healing to do, whether it is major or just something to improve life even more. And obviously, getting obsessive about your healing is not good either. So that balance is very important because we don't want to get so obsessed in it that we become lunatics right like healing 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 and then I don't get to enjoy life I don't go to go outside I don't go to go to the beach I don't get to make friends because I'm so focused on contemplating meditation and reflection that I don't really like to go out so it's still a way for me to seclude myself so we have to have a balance it's not like I'm trying to tell you that we have to be so crazy about the healing process that we forget that we have to leave it in order for us to enjoy this reality here now so in this next one, um, you're going to consider what are the traumas that may be holding you back. So you will visualize yourself like a fitness rising. Let's imagine for a second that you're fitness rising and you're trying to get off the ashes, like you're coming up and then there are little weights under that are trying to pull you down. What are those little weights? What do they look like? What are they? What do they make you feel? Are they childhood relationship patterns, uh, spiritual fears and doubts, things that you have no idea where they're coming from? Identify it because that's how you start the reflection process. What are the things that are holding me back? There are self-limiting beliefs that sometimes those beliefs keep us from doing what we really want to go for. So those blocks have to be healed. And if you have relationship patterns where the person changes, but it's basically the same person in a different body, then you know you have a problem. Like if you always end up getting jealous because they end up cheating on you and then you leave and you break up, you leave them or whatever, you know you have a pattern because the pattern is unconsciously but consciously picking the same person for X, Y reason. And normally the reasons is because there are unresolved um, traumas that you haven't healed from that makes you repeat until you get it right. So until you heal those traumas, you will not be able to pick the right person for you or know how to even do that. So definitely a lot of work to do there. A lot of people that I see that are very spiritual, they have different spiritual fears of different beliefs that they have to break through, different ancestral beliefs, uh, family beliefs, uh, community beliefs, um, spiritual fears of the darkness, spiritual fears that they're going to be tricked, spiritual fears that if I get into this, I'm going to be poor forever. 
and so on. So I think you have that those are easier to to address because the the amount of pain can be easy to address because it could be from a past life. And we're dealing with these life traumas. It feels so heavy because it feels so more present, but for the soul, everything is happening at the same time. So there, all of this is very easy if, if you really think about it to, do, to go through the process. Once you have the right person, my background is in shamanic healing and quantum healing, past life regression, hypnotherapy. So I put all of that together to create my own technique, which is what I do for my clients, the healing session. So, but in reality, we're working with your mind and your feelings and those feelings and what's happening here is what's going to take us to where we need to go for the healing process for you. So I think we spoke about the, the cause of keeping your traumas, wounds and blocks. So we're not going to go over that. You know, like the lack of confidence, obviously, is going to affect you at work, your business. If you're going into a healing business, that's going to affect you as well because you're going to have some limiting beliefs. I went through that too. I know exactly what that looks like. The relationship traumas we spoke of. So I'm not going to go over this again. Um, I do want to go, and I, I already show you those who you have an idea. Once you go through a, an intensive program like the Awakening the Healer Within, it is going to be heavy duty work. This is going to be heavy duty work because we're dealing with your trauma, your issues, your beliefs, your blocks, and to make them release and make them disappear, we have to open them up. So we have to go back to those moments, whether it is in this life, in the womb or past life or the realities, in order for you to get to that point where people are saying, like you see here, that I am the best ever. I'm best ever, meaning she's feeling amazing and feeling... <laughs> People are saying that there is no more hopeless after four, five, six sessions. How do you get to that point where you have 40 years of hopelessness and then after four, five, six sessions, you're feeling hopeful again? Isn't that worth millions, really? Like, let's let's be honest. When people are telling me that they are in executive and they have to do quality assurance for major companies like aviation companies and they have mental fogginess and after a few sessions they have mental clarity isn't that a big deal because they potentially could be agreeing to release something to an aviation company that can potentially create a catastrophe for many people like we got to think about the overall situation here not only is about the person but also about their family members I have clients that through what they're healing, their family's healing. And it's like, wow, I cannot believe this is happening. Like my whole family is being affected positively by everything that I'm doing in this program. So really is mind blowing what we can accomplish with a few sessions. They awakening the healer within their two versions at the moment, potentially one in the future. I might just keep one version. The intensive program is 12 weeks and that includes five sessions and three integrations. The one-year program is eight sessions, eight healing sessions. By the way, those healing sessions are four, four to five hours. Sometimes the average is four after the first session, but 
there is integration because after you go through your healing process, you're going to notice things. You're going to notice that you're exhausted. You're going to notice that you are releasing, that you're feeling. And because of that, you're going to be crying, burping, urine, urinating, pooping. Some people have diarrhea. Some people have like, they're just releasing, sweating. A lot of things is happening after your sessions, whether you believe it or not, it's an energetic surgery of your soul. So the way that you release the energy that was trapped within you is going to depend on you. For example, when I'm going through my healing process, it's a lot of yawning and burping. For some other people, it's a lot of number twos and number ones. For some other, it's about developing mucus if it's clearing up this energy here through the throat and the heart. Some people are going to feel a lot of sensations in different energy centers, depending on what you're working through. If you have sexual abuse, you're going to feel a lot of sensations. A lot of people even have um, menstrual cycle release after so long or mucus that come that looks like blood sometimes because of what they're working through in the sacral. So everybody's going to be different. Um, obviously, the men, I do have a few men in the program, quite a few actually, but I try to spend most of like, I really like working with the women, but I have that balance of both. So um, it really doesn't matter as long as the people are really ready to do the work. Like that's what I love the most when people are really ready to do the work because I feel like healing really is happening. <laughs> and I like, I like that feeling. So feeling free, I want you to consider what is that worth for you when you feel free, when you feel like empowered, when you feel mental clarity, when you feel confident, that confidence within that sometimes no matter what we do, we just don't know where is what happened to it because of a specific trauma or something that happened 20 years ago and you're still handling the consequences of that. It is possible. It is so possible I had a client dealing with schizophrenia for over 15 years. And this person, 15 or 18 years, can remember. This person after the session said, I am feeling hopeful for the first time. And he had the biggest smile ever. Like, to that was like, my heart just opened up at that moment because this person, I had never seen this person smile. And he, I think that was on, I don't know, third, fourth session or something like that. And it was like, there is really hope. I really feel the hope and I'm grabbing it because I never felt that for 18 years. And this person is 40 something. So you can imagine what it feels like to not have hope and not be able to smile for so long in one day, feel that hope, feel that energy of love and be like, oh shit, this, this is possible. I might be able to get rid of this problem. So Definitely is it's a life-changing program if you allow it to be, but you really have to be willing and ready. Like there are no shortcuts in this program. You have to do the contemplation. You have to allow yourself to feel what you need to feel so that we can get to the bottom of your issues the, the faster way possible because we're, we're not trying to go for a long-term process here, right? So if you're ready to continue and want to know more, I suggest that you schedule your 30 minutes consultation. Please keep in mind that this consultation um, is for those that are interested in the Awakening the Healer program. I am not accepting one-time clients. So and please don't use this to reach out to me for sales opportunities because I'm not looking, like no solicitation, please. This is 
for those that are interested in the Awakening the Healer Within program, take a look at my website, soulhealingtribe.com or the Awakening the Healer Within training program. Awakening the Healer Within training program. Once you're there, you're going to see my schedule and you can, um, the schedule link, and you can go to my schedule link to schedule your 30 minutes consultation through Zoom. My sessions are online or in person. So I do see a lot of people from different states and countries. A lot of, I have a lot of clients in Europe. Please do not schedule the 30 minutes consultation. If you don't take the time to go through my website and to see if this may be the right program for you, because once we go into that consultation is for those that are having questions about is the right energy between us good so that we can continue because at the at the end of the day, everything is on my website. I don't have, to, I don't hide my prices. I don't do any of that. You either want it or you don't. And there is limited availability. I don't, I have X amount of time per week, per month. So I cannot take a hundred clients all at the same time. This very limited availability because sometimes one day, depending on the client and the traumas that they have, it may take us six hours to go through your session. So I only see one to two clients per day. So I am not looking for a hundred clients. So there is limited availability. If you're interested, definitely go and check it out. All right. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, and I'll see you guys on the next time. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, email me uh, victoria underscore amador at hotmail.com. Thank you so much.